Chris, I don't want anyone to get to the stage I was at. It was not a nice feeling. And that just happened in a matter of a month of separating from my wife. It went really downhill really fast. And I never want anyone to be in that situation. And one thing I always say, I give is about prejudging people. Yeah. I think this is huge. I said, because this company has been going for 20 odd years. There's no way that somebody I know didn't know about this company already. So why, why have I only learned about them a year ago? Somebody has fought not to tell me Yeah. in the last 10, 15 years. And that really, really gets to me. So I, to my team, I'm saying to them, I said, look, even people that you think this won't be for, that's not your decision to make, okay? Because even when I was in the back of a van and I couldn't afford to buy my son an ice cream, I was still telling everybody I was fine. Yeah. So even though you might think it's not for them because of what you see on the outside, it might just be the thing that they need right now. Welcome to Live, Love, Laugh and Learn. The podcast that helps you be more, do more, and get more out of life. Life's not long enough to make all your mistakes yourself, so we interview fabulous and successful people so that we can learn their secrets to living life on purpose, loving what you do, and leading a fun-packed life. And here's your host, Chris Williams. We have got an amazing guest on this episode. This is a guy that when I first heard his story, I mean, I was just blown away, inspired, and it reminded me why I do this business, why after 15 years, I still love it just as much as I did the first day I got involved. So I'd like to welcome onto the call, Jamie Longworth. Jamie, hi. Hey, Chris, how's it going, mate? Brilliant, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. Now, I just want to clarify a few things because we've got a great leader in our network. His name's Stefan Longworth, right? And he does have a son called Jamie, but you're not related, are you? But you do happen to be in Steph's team. Uh, I'm still waiting to get an honest answer from my mum, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) I've got so much time for Steph. I can remember going on a training course when I first joined with him. He's inspired me and uh, I've learned so much from him. And uh, I'm just uh, really glad he invited me onto one of his Zoom calls and, and you were on there and that's how we, how we first met. Really, we want to go into your story. What is your background? You can go back as, as, as long as you like, but I know you've not always been a UW business partner. How long have you been in the business now? Uh, a, about a year and one week, roughly. A year and one week. Absolutely brilliant. Do you want to just go back and tell us sort of where you came from and what sort of background you've got that'd be fabulous and this is for people as well to make a note of who else do you know like Jamie as well really important yeah uh, so I'm 31 from Manchester I'd it's always been my dream to be uh, in the police always since being a kid Um, I applied when I was 18 got knocked back so I ended up going and joining the military police to sort of build up my experience yeah. And just to get to the end goal as to where I wanted to be. And I ended up serving five years in the military police. Right. The British Army. And then I got made redundant from the, from what's supposed to be a, a job for life. I was going to say, so what, everybody started behaving themselves in the army, didn't they? <laughs> it was just, it was crazy be, just because the uh, the government was making a load of cutbacks and anyone that fits certain categories um, of rank and time served and, and stuff like that, you was up for sort of redundancy and I ended up getting it I'd served just over five years and then they, pay, they paid me to leave so I felt I felt uh 
I felt what <laughs> I didn't feel wanted anymore. That's happened to me, though. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, I went from there, and part of my redundancy, the uh, they paid for me to go to university. I went and uh, studied law. Uh, I was going to become a solicitor. All right. And when I was in the final year of my law degree, um, I was actually working on uh, as a doorman at the time, right. uh, down in my like, sort of like local town centre. And an off-duty police officer told me that the police were hiring and said, why don't you go sort of for them? And I just did it as a bit of a backup, really, to the solicitor thing. I just stuck my name in and I thought, I'll see how it goes as a plan B. Because getting into being a solicitor is you know, very difficult in getting training contracts and stuff like that. Yeah. So I thought I'll sort of hedge my bets and sort of go for this as well at the same time. And I started getting through each stage. And then before I know it, I was getting to the final stages of the police and... I was more excited for that than I was about being a solicitor. Right. And it just like met that childhood dream of what I'd always wanted to do sort of started coming back. And I thought, you know, it's about to turn into reality. I can do this if I want. And then I thought, oh, am I just wasting three years at uni if I go and do it? Right. Uh, but I thought, well, well, the army are paying for it. So sorry, let's go and do it. And I ended up joining the police and sort of like deferred me last year from university. And I got me, me, my two-year probation done with the police, with Great Manchester Police. And then I had to go back to uni to finish off my degree. So right. I, had, I was working full-time in the police, and then I had to go and do a full-time law degree for six months at the same time. So that was right. a bit tough. And I ended up completing that, barely, skinning my teeth. And, and uh, I wasn't the best student, I'll be completely honest with you. And, yeah, I was with the police for just short of four years. With right. Wow. And so background, army, military police, studying law, then into the uh, city police, I, I guess. So what yeah. happened then? What, so what changed? last year, January 2020, basically separated from my wife, uh, went through a divorce and I, I had nowhere to live. I was broke and homeless, but still working full time in the police. Hi, Chris here. Sorry to interrupt this episode which is brilliant actually, has been moved over to a private members area and to continue listening and access all the other fabulous stuff there, our voiceover man will explain exactly what you've got to do. Please subscribe to our special members podcast where you can continue listening to this episode and even more fabulous stuff by just emailing chris at chriswilliams.biz. See you there.